0: If you're reading from the um, pew Bibles, it's on page one thousand and ninety-five. John seventeen, one to five. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed. Father, the, how- the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he may give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father... Glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. This is the Gospel of Christ.
1: Good morning. So uh, uh, we're looking this morning at uh, the last in our series, uh, The Character of a Christian. And our title this week is Knowing God. So we're going to find out a little bit about what knowing God, or what knowing anyone really, might mean. And we're going to start with a quiz that you can join in with. So I'm going to show you some pictures on the screen... And all I want you to do is name them if you know them. So uh, put your hand up if you know who they are. Do you know who this lady is? One, what, what, two, two people. Oh, no, that's a bit better now. That's a bit better. Keep your hands up, keep your hands up. Let's have a look. Okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. Most people, but not everybody. Okay, she's very famous this week. Tina Turner okay super i think i hope we can get some more hands up does anybody know who this lady is oh a more of a select few on this one yes you may know her when she's not wearing her actress outfit she's Meghan markle the duchess of sussex and she's in suit Who's the next one? Do you know who this is? Oh, there's more, more, more male hands up on this one than female. Oh no, no, maybe not, maybe not. Who is it, who is it, Janet? It's Harry Kane. Yes, yeah, still plays for Spurs, I think. Hasn't moved yet. Let's have a look at the next one. Who's this? <laughs> That's a shocking number of hands. Get your hands up, please, unless you're a visitor this morning, in which case you probably still know who he is. Who is it? It's Reverend Steve. I hope I don't need to explain who that is. Who's Reverend Steve? Your dad. Excellent answer. Yes. Anybody know who this lady is? Oh, I was very excited. There, you know who that is, yeah? Right, let's have a look and see what I put. Gemma Hunt, CBB's presenter, does that count? Yeah, Yep. Yeah. And she's a Christian. Yeah. That thing that you do, she does that. Excellent, okay, do we know who this guy is? Saturday night, I know what you guys are watching. Who is it? It's... Anton Dubeck, ballroom dancer, strictly judge, and of course hole in the wall um, presenter as well, from back in the day. Anybody know who that guy is in the blue circle? Anybody know? Oh, a few tentative hands there, good, Yep. You might know him better as a movie star. Movie star football club, movie star football club. Hollywood star and co-owner of Wrexham FC, it's Ryan Reynolds, yes. Did I stop at that point or is there one more? Oh, no, there's another one. Anybody know who this is? Oh. I left it a little bit too long, I think. If I were to say, um, Great Britain, nil point. Would that give you a clue? Anybody know who she is? I can't remember her name. Can you put a name up for us? It's Julia Sanina. She is a Eurovision... She was a Eurovision presenter, and she's a Ukrainian music star, and she was by far my favourite presenter on Eurovision this year. I think that may be the last one. Okay, so, yeah, we, we kind of get the idea. If you, you recognise the person then you, would, you were saying, uh, yes, I know that person. Whether we recognize them is important. But is that really what knowing somebody is? So I decided to look into what knowing somebody means a little bit more. And I think that it's more than just recognizing their face. I think that knowing somebody is more about whether you could say how they would answer a question, or better still, how they would answer a question about you. And if you want to know what that looks like, you're in for a treat because I've got a demonstration already set up. Jenny and Mark have thought carefully about the way they would answer questions about each other and agreed to share their answers with us. So, can you welcome Jenny and Mark, Mr and Mrs Phelan. <laughs> I, could, I could be right in thinking that Jonah didn't answer any questions. Might need a bit more on this one. I know I've got it right. How's that? Is that Okay. Is that okay? Yes, he's nodding. Okay, you have to. It has to be this close. Okay. okay. All right. Question number one, please. Question to Mark. <laughs> uh, and is this the one? This is the one for my my thing. Yes, I think it is. Well, let's hope I, I that do. this is if right. that's that wrong, then because you sent us that's the, No, no, no. I've redone it since have then. You. We've got another. We have that's not, not the right one. So bear with us. Uh, if we are go- going to be finished on time, I want very short answers. I would, uh, who are you both? Let's, uh, let's find out. Uh, how long have you been married? Jenny. Three and a half years. Uh, is, do
0: you agree? Uh, yeah, it's only four years, yeah.
1: <laughs> Three and a half years. No, four years this time. Four years this time. Four years coming up. Okay. Um, Jenny, how long have you been coming to Christchurch? <laughs> Forever, <laughs> Forever. Like okay. Forever. Mark, how long have you been coming to Christchurch? It's going to be a slightly longer answer, I think.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I was about three and a half, nearly four, um, and then I left and then I came back.
1: Right. So you're not giving any clues to your age in this answer. Okay. Okay. Three or four left and then came back. Okay. All right. So... And you've already mentioned Jonah, I've mentioned Jonah. Can you tell us anything about Jonah? Your choice, but very, very short. Not I don't mean he's short. I just mean a short, a short answer. What can you say?
2: Jonah is obsessed with Andy's dinosaur adventures and he has a red bag that is with him today that he carries around and that's his backpack check.
1: Brilliant. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Special things about Jonah?
0: Well, he's just um, he's just a dude, isn't he? Just <laughs> a dude.
1: Yeah. He's a star. Brilliant. Okay. Um, let's see if this is the first one. Let's try the next slide and see, see if it's in colour. This is this. <coughs> yep. So go back no. and pretend you haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. Question to, well, we have to give some people a bit of a head start, don't we? Question to Mark. This seems right now. This seems right, doesn't it? Okay, question to Mark. How would you describe Jenny? How would you describe Jenny? Jenny's already guessed.
0: Um, outstanding.
1: Outstanding. Are we going to give him that? Because uh, we've had a peek. Jenny said you would say amazing. Were you specific on the word? Or was it just a general...
2: There. I I said to Jacqueline at the end of all of my answers, I was like, I'm not being big-headed. I just know what Mark will say.
1: <laughs> okay, I think we're going to give that one to us one to Mark. Okay, next question. Question to Jenny. What three words would Mark use to describe himself?
2: That's really tough. Um, I might say what I'd. Well, I would say dramatic. <laughs> Because I'd always say he is dramatic, um, kind. I think he might put something along those lines, um, and like open, warm, that kind of thing. Okay, so warm,
1: open, dramatic. We've got fun, kind, kind, <laughs> loud. And dr- are we going to give? Are we going to give them that? I can have close. Yeah, I can. Yep, yeah. Okay, you're going to get that one. Next question. Question to Mark. What is the first thing you do in the morning? Or what we should say is, what does Jenny say is the first thing you do in the morning? Um,
0: I'd probably blow my nose or something.
1: Okay. Mark says blow his nose. Jenny said... Coffee. Definitely not close enough for you to get that one, I'm afraid. Next question. Okay. What is... Mark's favorite
2: item of clothing, Jenny. Clothing. That's clothes are boring compared to mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, your favorite item of clothing? Your converse? It, it, it's not converse. Mark said
1: that you would say your house hoodie, which he adopted when you first became a fish. Official, Uh, official. yes, you have a hoodie, uh, which is why your answer, my clothes are much more exciting than yours, you were on the right lines, okay, let's go to the next question, question to Mark, who does more housework out of the two of you? Jenny, Uh, Jenny said you would say definitely her. I I think we could go with that one. Well done. Excellent. Question to Jenny. Who does Mark think is the more stubborn out of the two of you?
2: I think he would, because I think I would say me, but I think he would say him. I think we'd both say each other.
1: Mark's exact
2: words were
1: probably me, but Jen will say her, no doubt question to mark what do you love most about jenny
0: um everything
1: (laughs) jenny said you would say everything she added i'm not being big-headed i just know this is what he will probably say (laughs) and the last question question to jenny Which celebrity couple... uh, And when you changed your mind, it was too late for me to change the PowerPoint. Which celebrity couple did Mark say was most like the two of you?
2: Literally not a clue. And Mark is really good, despite having a brain injury, Mark is really good at remembering celebrity names and he'll know everybody. I can't think of... Literally, when someone asks me something like that, I can't think of any celebrity couple... I think he'll have picked somebody really old like that like um, he'll have picked some yeah like an old old couple that have been together for years even though we haven't or he'll have gone for something really weird <laughs> I'm a I can't Well
1: Mark said you would say Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones <laughs> <laughs> He then followed up very late last night with possibly Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. So, yeah. So, thank you very much, our celebrity Mr. and Mrs. Jenny and Mark. Thank you. So... If we go back to verse 3 of our reading, and as we listen to, uh, to, to my as I, the bit, what I've got left to say, we're going to discover how that that you've just seen is so incredibly important as we think about what it means to know God. So we're going to go back to verse 3. Uh, we had verses 1 to 5 read, but verse 3 said that uh, Jesus said eternal life is... That they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Knowing someone is a process. It doesn't happen at the flick of a switch. In fact, I'm sure that if we'd asked Jenny and Mark to answer those questions three and a half years ago, they would not even have done as well as they did today. It takes time. So how can we find out about who God is and what he is like? How can we know him? Well firstly we can read about him. We can find out what he has done. How has he responded to things in the past? How does he treat people? What does he say about certain things? And this is absolutely great. It's so valuable. Without that We couldn't be doing what we're doing now. In fact, for most Christians living without persecution, it is what we would do first. We would turn to our Bibles. But the ultimate result of reading about someone is knowing about them. Andrew, did I leave the bag of books there? Could you bring them up for me, please? So here I have some examples of uh, some people I could read about. So we've got uh, Michelle Guinness. Put your hand up if you remember the name Michelle Guinness. I'm afraid you're showing your age. I do apologize. But yeah, Michelle Guinness. Brought up to love all the traditions and ritual of her Jewish culture, been in her teens, she started a journey towards becoming a Christian. So that's Michelle Guinness. If I read that book, I would know about her. Let's have another look. George Best. You're probably showing your age here as well. Andrew, we're, we're showing our age. George Best too. That's shocking. Come on, own up. George Best. You remember George Best, yes. Uh, I'm not going to read the back of this. It's a little bit rude. But uh, yeah, if I read this book, I would know about George Best. And my third, John Lennon. Anybody recognise that name from somewhere? I'm sure you might have heard it before. John Lennon. The time has come when I feel ready to tell the truth about John and me. So this was written by Cynthia Lennon. Uh, and this is her book about, uh, about John Lennon. So if I read this book, I would know quite a lot about John Lennon. But I wouldn't know John Lennon. Nor would I know George Best or Michelle McGuinness. Reading about somebody is great, but it's not the same as knowing them. No matter how much of those books I read and how much I pay attention to them, none of them are going to tell me what though, how those people would answer a question about me. Reading the Bible is a great way to find out what God is like and to learn about his personality. It helps us decide whether he is somebody we want to to have a personal relationship with, but the real test comes when we meet up and spend time together. Have you ever heard uh, interviews or read articles that say something along the lines of, uh, well when I met him or her, they were nothing like how I imagined. Or they were completely different from how they came across in their letters or messages or CV or interview. Or another one, you may have heard. You don't really know someone until you've lived with them for however long. A worst case scenario. If you were about to get married to someone and suddenly found out they had a child that they'd never told you about, or cherished a friendship for years only to discover a dark secret they'd never shared. You may well think or use the phrase, I feel like I never really knew them at all. To know someone is to know how they would behave in certain situations, how they feel about different things, what they long for and what saddens them and why. Someone who knows you knows what you love, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about others, and how much housework you really do. With God, there are two sides to this, as with everybody. He knows us. The Famous words, I think we've got a slide for this one. The famous words of Jeremiah 1 verse 5 say, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And Psalm 139, verses 13 and 16. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. There are so many passages reassuring us that God knows everything about us and that he loves us unconditionally. But Jesus does not pray that it is his Father who would know us. He prays that we would know the Father and the Son who was sent by the Father. He doesn't say that being known by God is what eternal life is. It is knowing him that is eternal life. So how do we get to know him once we've decided that he is someone we want to know more deeply? Well, we spend time with him personally. We let him in. The challenge is much like any meaningful relationship, to share ourselves Share your deepest thoughts and listen for his response. God tells us through Jeremiah, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. But today I'm not going to talk in any depth about how to hear God speaking to us. There are so many ways that God speaks. Through the Bible, through creation, through others from within our spirit, through his spirit, and more. If you would like to know more about that, then please talk to Angie, or to me, or to John, or to Steve when he comes back, or with your cell groups. I can also recommend a book called Listening to God by Joyce Huggett, which some of you may be surprised to hear is still in print. As Jenny and Mark showed us, even when you do really know someone, you can't always predict correctly how they will answer a question about you or themselves. But when we make those mistakes, we learn from them because we are invested in that relationship. In the same way, when we know God, we may still get things wrong about him, about who he is, how he loves us, where he is leading or guiding us. But if we are invested in that relationship, we learn from those mistakes, and we cherish that learning because it makes the relationship stronger. When Jenny and Mark got answers wrong, they didn't uh, leap up with uh, angry fists shaking at each other because it was something that they didn't know. It built them up. It was a loving moment of, of finding joy even in the disaster. Oh, maybe it's not quite disaster, but you know what I mean. There is one more really important part of knowing God that I want to share with you. And it's how we can find out whether what we believe we have heard from God is actually from God. One way is finding out whether it fits with the God of the Bible, since we have faith that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If they don't fit, they are highly unlikely to be God's words, but there are other ways to test. We can talk to mutual friends. There will be those especially here this morning, who have also known God for some time and have got used to hearing his voice. We can share what we have heard with them and listen to their response to it. Just as a friend may protect you if someone says that you said something you didn't, by saying she or he would never say that, So, others who hear God's voice may tell us that same phrase about him. God would never say that. That's not from God. A third way is to practice praying on it. And by this, I mean that we commit it repeatedly to the Holy Spirit and ask that he would confirm it for us. This would mean being open to something we don't necessarily want to hear. Noting what our conscience is telling us. Recognizing the influences other people may have on us. Through conversation, sermons, prayer, or all of the above, or maybe something else. Before I finish, I'd like to draw your attention to a vital part of that verse, verse three. And Jesus Christ, whom you sent. Jesus has started by addressing God as Father, and then says that eternal life is knowing his Son, Jesus Christ, and that he was sent by the Father to do work ordained by him. And where Christianity differs from other faiths is the belief that Jesus Christ is the son of the only true God. There are faiths that, as we do, believe in the one true God. But knowing him and accepting that he has sent his son to live among us and show us what the father is like, that is eternal life. That's the bit that forms the character of a Christian, knowing the one true God and knowing his son, his actual son, who came from heaven to earth so that we can have eternal life. And if that reminds you of another verse, it probably should. For God loved the world so much, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him would not die, but would have eternal life. If you would like to talk to someone about what all of this could mean in your life, please come and talk to someone, either during communion in the prayer chapel or after the service in either the prayer chapel or over with us with coffee in the parish centre. This news is so important and so exciting that we would really love to share it with you. And to be a part of helping you get to know the living Lord. Let's pray. Father, we want to know you better, to know how you feel about us, how you want our lives to be fulfilled, and how you love us so much, you sent your only Son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we want to know you better to recognize your love and your word in our own lives and in those around us. Holy Spirit, live in our hearts so that we are guided and comforted by you as we invest more and more of ourselves in a relationship with the living God. Amen.